And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow. We're the Dairy Heirs. I'm Leo Wilds. I'm Roger Wilds. And we are here to uh, bring you some of the best of the Americana music that we've been dragging around and just going on a spelunking tour. Kind of have been, Leo. And, uh, you know, so what is Americana music? We always like to kind of good question. talk about that. And uh, we define it as music with distinctive American roots. Correct. So it could be country. It could be rock and roll. It could be folk. Swing. Bluegrass. Jazz. R&B. R&B, you've been digging. It could even, <laughs> it could actually even be classical. Uh, there is American classical music. There's American music. classical music. That's true. Yeah, we haven't, yeah. I don't think we've done any of that yet. But yeah, it's a thought. Have to put that on our to-do list. Too. Yeah. All right. Well, Leo, uh, so the format of the show is that uh, each of us comes with an undisclosed amount of tunes in our hip pocket virtual hip pocket i guess and and we don't talk about it ahead of time we don't we and do uh, we spring it on each other uh, one song at a time and um, i started last week so you start this week well i gotta tell you something uh and i'll explain this a little bit more as we get into it just a little bit deeper but i i, I ran across this song that i i've loved this song for a long time um you remember a super group called the traveling wilburys yes Okay. I just downloaded some stuff today. Oh, come on. Oh, you beat me to it. That's fine. Oh. That's good. Okay, well, get a little of this. I mean, first of all, it's it's Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynn, Rory Orbison, and Tom Petty. And you know what's good about that? What's that? Is we can feature some British musicians, but and it's still it Americana. Americana. Yep. That, exactly. That was my excuse to... Yeah, dang it. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Okay, so anyway... Uh, I got to thinking about it, and, and I ran across, um, there's this one song I really loved a lot. Um, and also on this one, it has uh, Jim Keltner playing drums on it. All right. A worthy addition uh, to the group. But here's an interesting fact. This is the only band that every member is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but the actual band is not. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So it got me thinking about the whole thing. It was a super group. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, you kind of did this. Uh, what set me off on this was uh, last week or so, you had Grand, Grand Funk Railroad in. Yeah. You kind of Well, that was a super group. Yeah. Right? Right. So right. I'm, I'm loosely defining super groups as a ba- uh, bands made up of members who have been successful either on their own separately or with another band. That's good. All right. Put together that way. All right. So anyway... Um, one last thing about this. There's a, I'm going to play a song called End of the Line, which is just a great tune. It is a great tune. And if you go, uh, one thing that happened was that Roy Orbison actually died before they released the album. Okay. The second album. The second album. Which they call Volume 3. There you go. <laughs> just to screw people just up. Just to screw people up. <laughs> and, uh, but in the video of the End of the Line, if you watch the video on YouTube or whatever, one of the things is that there's an empty rocking chair huh. with a guitar in it. And their chairs rocking back and forth during the whole thing. Wow. Very touching. Very yeah. touching. Anyway, so what I'm going to do, this is, we're going to kick it off. End of the line. 
And this is the Traveling Wilburys. Songs are such a great group. That's too. great stuff. The there. video, they're going to sit in a railroad car, you know, going down the just road. Rocking. Yeah, just rocking. Yeah. It's great. Okay, well, that's that's the open. I think it passes on to you now. Yes, it does. Um, so this is a guy, his name was Michael David Fuller. Um, he was uh, lived in Austin, Texas, but he was better known by his stage name as Blaze Foley. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to have a name like Blaze Foley? Well, he did. Roger Isles. I, mean, I could change it, I guess. I guess I, you know, we talked about that. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll save it. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yet we digress. Again, 
anyway, uh, he was close friends with Towns Van Zandt. Okay. okay, yeah. And was uh, so he, he got a stage name because he admired Red Foley, and that's kind of where he stole the name. So listen to this guy. You talk about a guy with bad luck. The master tapes from his first studio album were confiscated by the DEA when the executive producer from, from the studio was caught in a drug bust. <laughs> Another studio album disappeared when the master copies were stolen with his belongings from a station wagon that he had been given and lived in. <laughs> And then a third studio album, one or more dead than alive, was thought to have disappeared until many years after Blaze died. A friend who was clearing out his car discovered what sounded like another recording session, uh, but it was that recording session. Oh, man. So, um, and his, uh, his last studio album um, was uh, uh, his attorney immediately nullified his contract, and so the album couldn't be released. But then, uh, and supposedly they were lost in a flood. But anyway, um, in 1989, in February, he was in a house in Austin, and he was shot in the chest and killed by a guy named Kerry January, who's the son of Foley's friend, Concho January. <laughs> You've got to be, you're making I, this up. I guess it's true. I don't know. I found it on the internet. And um, so uh, he... Uh, uh, Blaze had confronted this guy and accused him of stealing his father's veteran pension and welfare checks. And at his funeral, his casket was coated with duct tape by his friends. And Towns Van Zant told the story where he and his musicians went to Foley's grave to dig up his body because they wanted the pawn ticket that he had on his guitar. <laughs> so they could get his guitar out of hock. I mean, what a story, man. Oh, man. I'm never going to have a story like that. No. But, hey, you've got time. That's true. I might have to work you got on it. time, yeah. Anyway, so the name of this song is Darlin', and it's just a great country song, and it's it, he's got a great voice for it. So let's give a listen to it. Darlin' by Blaze Foley. Come back to me, come back to me, 
story <laughs> no quite a story that yeah, guy's but, life well i want to tell you now i'm going to tip my hand and tell you where i'm going on this show okay this is something i'm going to be doing for the rest of the show all right okay so we got started off on this thing you played this uh, you know this power group and the other thing and then i pulled one up and that sent me down the rabbit hole oh boy so i went i went on the hunt looking for basically super groups, you know? All right. And it took me all kinds of different directions. One particular direction it took me was, there was a, a this wasn't even really a band. It was a, it wasn't even a recording session. <laughs> Here's the story. They call it the Million Dollar Quartet. Have you ever heard of these guys? I'm not sure. Listen to this. Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Carl Perkins, and Johnny Cash. I have heard about that a little bit. 19, see, it was December the 4th, 1956 at Sun Studios. And the story is this. The jam session seems to have happened by pure chance. Carl Perkins had come to Sun Studios that day and he was laying some tracks down for a project he was working in. And they had tape rolling. And what happened was that Sam Phillips, who owned Sun Records, uh, he brought Jerry Lee Lewis, who he just signed. He wasn't known outside of Memphis, you know. Okay. So he brought him down to the studio to kind of introduce him around to some people. And uh, so he wanted people to get to know him and everything. Well, Elvis was 21 at the time this happened. And he had already signed with RCA Records. But, you know, he started out at Sun Records. Mm -hmm. He just happened to be there in town with his girlfriend. He dropped in to say hi to everybody. And then one thing led to another, and Johnny Cash showed up. And so, wow. so this, this is a really rough recording, um, but I want to play it to the end because they just sit in there, they're talking, they pick a song and they change tempos in the middle of it. And then there's a little conversation at the end as, as they're leaving the studio, which I want to leave on here because you're hearing these guys meeting for the first time and saying, Hey, it's good to meet you at last. Wow. Yeah. It's, I can't wait. It's Let's really good. It. So this is just a great little jam session, uh, by the million dollar quartet. Just a little talk with Jesus. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I, I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. Well, then a little light from heaven filled my soul. He made my heart in love and wrote my name above. 
just a little talking with my Jesus gonna make it right. Let us have a little talk with Jesus. I tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer. Well, when you feel a little fire, and you will know a little fire burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Doubts and fears, your eyes be filled with tears. Oh, now my Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. Well, he brought my name above, and he made my heart in love. Well, just a little talk.
How would you like to have been a fly on the wall? Man, I feel like I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a treasure right there. That's a treasure. Nice find. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. I think we're about wrapped up for this set, though. I think we're kind of running out of time. Good place to take a break. Good place to take a break. Yep. Uh, but don't forget who we are. We are no. the Derriers. Coming to you from Truckers Radio, USA. USA. Yeah. I'm back in here, Roger. I, yeah, I knew you stepped out for a minute. Well, we've got that leak out there on the side of the RV. And, right. And I, I tried to talk. It's still leaking. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll take two pair of pliers out on next break. That one pair you got, we yeah. got to get rid of those. Yeah. I pinched the dickens out of my finger. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. Well, so. yeah, it's your pliers. Yeah. Well. well, just so people know, um, we are in um, the Shady Grove uh, RV uh, Park. In Ocala, Florida. Right. We're continuing our tour of, of Shady, Shady Grove. Grove RV sites. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it was quite a haul from Redmond, Oregon. Uh, man, <laughs> we got to plan this better. We got to get a better trip organizer. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's me. <laughs> Maybe an agent? Nah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Nah. All right, it, not so much. Well, anyway, um, so uh, I got a song. My turn. Before you tell what your song is, uh -huh. we ought to remind people what we're doing in the first place. Oh, yeah. Because we are the, the Derriers right and, here and on Truckers Radio USA, of course. That's right. And we're just traveling around the country, pulling out songs and, and playing them on the radio. Well, that's the reason it. we're traveling around is because we don't have a ranch. We don't like have a ranch. Do, no. but we got this old RV. We got but, this RV with, with new tires. New tires. Well, yeah. Got a lot of miles on the tires. Though, yeah, already. already, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Didn't, didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, I did, but go ahead. You did. Okay. So um, uh, I got a guy by the name of Mike Dowling. And uh, I want to thank our friend um, David Irwin for turning me on to this guy. When the late, great Vassar Clements heard Mike Dowling play guitar back in 1975, he did the sensible thing. He hired him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He said um, he's one of the finest guitarists there is anywhere. And so... That's uh, high praise. Yeah. And so then Mike went and he worked with Jethro Burns and jazz violinist, uh, the great Joe Venuti, right? Jethro Burns said, I don't play guitar when Dowling's in the band. You don't take the game ward in fishing. <laughs> Is that a great line? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so he, to he toured with everybody and, and uh, all that. But in uh, 1985, I believe it was, he packed up his fishing gear and, uh, and his guitars and he moved to Wyoming. And he and his wife have a residency school for private master instruction. I guess it's a pretty cool thing. Wow. So uh, anyway... Um, but anyway, this is a, 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 an album called Electricity, and he teamed up with a, an accordion player, David Lang. I, I love accordion players, good accordion players. I do, too. And uh, this is just a great, upbeat tune, and it's called Riff Rider. Thank you. 
Tight, baby. That's tight, man. Yeah. That's excellent. All right, Leo, I can't wait to hear what you got next. Well, as I already warned you, I'm going with supergroups. Yeah, I know. It's okay. great. I, there may be a time that we could do like a whole show. Yeah, it could be there, fun. There's so many of these, you know, these great ensembles uh, out there. Uh, but in the meantime, I, I ran across this one, and uh, we have a personal bent on this one. We met little Sarah Watkins. Oh, my. Down in Winfield so many years ago. Right. Right. She was, what, 10 or 11, something like that? Probably, yeah. Maybe, right in there someplace. Anyway, um, she has gone on with a wonderful career and uh, has worked a lot with Chris Thiele mm-hmm. and uh, has done the thing with, the, you know, here, uh, Life from, where is it, what they call it now? Life, Life from Here. Life from Here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Great show. So, uh, anyway, she has uh, started up uh, with another group, all all-girl group. Super group. Yeah. And um, it's called I'm With Her. Yeah. Now, aside from the fact that Hillary Clinton picked that slogan up during her campaign a few years ago. Okay, right. <laughs> they had it first. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm going to try to pronounce the girls' names right. Because one of them uh, is named Sarah. I think it's Jaros. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one is, now this is uh, interesting too. Is it Oif O'Donovan? I think that's right. Something like that. It's it's a I'm sorry, I'm not a linguist, but anyway, it's a, these girls are wonderful. Yes, they are. They they met um, at a uh, their Grammy award award winning band 
but they met, as I understand it, at, at a, when they did a, a, a workshop at Telluride in 2014. And they were just asked to sing together and do a set. And one thing led to another. They did some tours. They went to Europe. I mean, you know, all over the place. And they are much in demand as collaborators on other projects right now. So this particular song uh, that I have chosen for them to play today is a beautiful song. And it's called Little Lies.
Bill's all grown up. Yeah, that's sweet, sweet that, stuff that's there. That's a beautiful, beautiful song. That's very nice. Well, I'm passing it over to you, Raj. All right. This is a band called NRBQ. Okay. And it, it, this goes back to 1965 is when they started. They, you were just a pup. I, I was barely a pup. And um, they got their name at the end of one of their rehearsal tapes. One of the guys says, here they are, the new rhythm and blues quintet. Well, that's how it's, people get their names. That kind of happened to us once, as you recall. Kind of one time, yeah. yeah. So um, their music, it, it's all over the place. They do some real pretty ballad stuff, which is not what we're going to listen to today. Uh, but um, all kinds of uh, other stuff. But I picked this tune. Well, first off, let me tell you about it. They've attracted fans as diverse as Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney, Elvis Costello, Keith Richards, The Replacements, John Sebastian, Dave Edmonds, Eric Kaplan, and... Penn and Teller. What? And NRBQ songs have been performed by Bonnie Raitt, Los Lobos, and Dave Edmonds, amongst others. Well, it's so so sorry for them. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and they were also the unofficial house band for The Simpsons during ah. a couple seasons. But uh, I like this song, and, and I'll tell you why I like it. Um, it, it the middle of it, it, it's just a kind of unfettered, unabashed, rocking out electric guitar solo stuff that's just, it's just fun. Okay. And uh, the name of the song is, it's a, uh, I, hmm, Want You to Feel Good to NRBQ.
like I say, unabashed rocking out. That last note is like the furthest reach left you can get on a keyboard. I think so. Oh my God. That's great. Yeah, Good fun stuff. stuff. Good stuff. All right. What do you got, Leo? Well, I told you I'm sticking with super groups. Yes, sir. Right. And um, I'm going to come out of the woods a little bit. I'm going to play a cut by one of the most famous super groups of all time. And uh, of course, I'm talking about Cream. Oh, you bet. All right. That was Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, and Ginger Baker. Mm-hmm. A trio, a power trio. Yeah, baby. You know, you just can't even... I mean, did you ever see them live? Because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see them live. But nope. boy, I had my headphones plugged into these guys, you know, for most of my adolescent years. Mm-hmm. This, uh, The song I'm going to choose, though, is not the one that most people usually do. The one I'm going to play is called Tales of Brave Ulysses. Wow. Yeah. Now, it was recorded in 1967. And uh, it was a flip side. When You remember how they used to have these flat vinyl things with, you know, a song on one side and a song on the other side? Yeah. Okay. Kind of flexible? Yeah, like that. Yeah. 45 RPM records. Well, this was released as the B-side to a very well-known song called Strange Brew. Yeah. All right. And uh, anyway, in November of 1967, the song was included on Cream's second album, which is a very famous album called Disraeli Gears. You bet. Which I had. I had. At least one copy at, mm-hmm. at the time. Now, here's something interesting. Um, you know, guitar effects pedals were still pretty new at, at the time. Well, this one, this song features one of the earliest uses of the wah-wah pedal, mm. which uh, Eric Clapton plays all the way through the song. <laughs> Look what I got, Mom. I got a wah-wah pedal. <laughs> so here we go. Tales of Brave Ulysses. winter would bring you down forever but you rode upon a steamer to the violence of the sun Run laughing through your fingers And you want to take her with you 
to the heartland of the winter. Until you listen for it. Oh, wow, 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 wow. All the way through. I mean, it doesn't diminish my enjoyment of the tune, but not a bit. It kind of becomes obvious when you think about it. Well, Leo, I think we're headed for a break. Yeah, we need to take a break. So let's go check that leaky hose. Yeah, we ought to be able to get that fixed. Yeah, we'll figure out something. Yeah, but this is the Americana Road Show. And we are the Derriers right here on Truckers Radio USA. We're backing into the third set. And we are here again, and we we have to have a talk about that hose. Well, I, I, we got it fixed. We got it fixed. We, I told you if you put enough duct tape on it, it would stop leaking. But we're going to have to take the duct tape off when we leave. We'll stop at Walmart on the way out of town yeah, to get a new washer. Walmart. That's the traveler's paradise right yeah, there. It is. If you can't find it at Walmart, you don't need it. That's right. That's what I'm saying. All right. I got somebody you are going to love. Okay. Buddy Charles. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> if you're from Chicago, you probably know Buddy Charles. I forgot all about the fact that you knew about Buddy Charles. Yeah. I, I, my friend Bob Pearlstein gave me a cassette of him. Yep. Oh, man, a long, long time ago. So uh, he had played for a lot of years, but in 1972, he started an 18-year stint at the Acorn on Oak. At the Acorn, yeah. And then it closed, and he moved a block um, away to the Drake Hotel. And that's where I saw him. Yeah. I'm like three nights in a row I went down there when I was in Chicago and yep. just listened to him. Yep. Wow. And uh, he played there for 10 years before he retired. And even though he retired, he continued to play Wednesday nights at the Chambers Restaurant in Niles. He had this one yeah. song, uh, Have Some Madeira, my yeah. dear. Remember that one? Yeah, that's a good one. We may have to dig that one out. We might look for that. Uh, but he, he th- when they interviewed him, he said, you're going to love this. I have not one regret. If they nailed me in the box tomorrow, I could go knowing I got away with everything. I fooled them all. Oh, man, that should go <laughs> on his tombstone right it, there. It might be. You it know? might be. So uh, on this uh, um, song, he uh, uh, teamed up with a guy named Ace Harris. So it's twin pianos, and it's a great rendition. Buddy Charles and Ace Harris doing Sweet Georgia Brown.
Just like you're sitting there. Man, That's really. How it was. The guy was outrageous. He had a great look, too. He had that crazy goatee and the yep. mustache and yep. the whole bit. Wow. Yep. What a guy. What a guy. All right, Leo. Tell me a story. Okay, I'm still back on my supergroups okay. thing here. And uh, I'm going to play one uh, by a supergroup. Okay, let's just say here's, here's where these guys were from. They uh, were formed by members from the Birds, Buffalo Springfield, the Hollies. You know, we're talking about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Of course. And, of course, Young. Uh, Neil Young came along a little later and was mm-hmm. in and out of the band. Yeah, he just kind of bounced in and out when he wanted to. He did, to, he so. did. And they, they kept, there was a little friction, but over the years they worked it all out. But but here's the thing. I'm going to play a song called Ohio. Yeah. Now, that that's an epic song, but yep. it's got a, quite a story behind it as well. Uh, Neil Young wrote it, and he wrote the lyrics uh, after seeing the photos of the incident in Life magazine uh, at Kent State. And on the evening that the group actually entered the record plant in Los Angeles, which I had the privilege of, of touring once. Wow. Uh, you remember Doc from the uh, studio? Yeah. He worked there for a while. Oh, wow. And I went out there, and when I got to visit, he walked us to the studio. It was really, man, it was kind of magic to mm-hmm. think of all the music that was made in there. Anyway, they'd already rehearsed the song a little bit, and uh, they had a new rhythm section at the time, a guy named Calvin Samuels and, and Johnny Bar- uh, Barbada, I think it was his name. They recorded it live. In just a few takes, and uh, in during the same session, they also recorded the song that went on the flip side of the 45, which Stephen Stills wrote called um, "Find the Cost of Freedom." Oh yeah. Okay, you talk about two you know Boy, protest songs. You bet. You can't get any deeper than that. Now here's the thing: the record was mastered with the uh, participation of the four guys. Uh, Rush released by Atlantic and heard on the radio. Uh, radio with only a few weeks delay. Another thing, this thing was getting airplay within just a few weeks after the incident happened, wow, it's which is amazing. Of. And the, the interesting thing is that they already had an album on the charts uh, called Teacher Children, mm-hmm. right? the song Teacher Children. They knocked their own song off the charts Wow! by the release. That's how important it was for them to get this song out. Yeah. So um, Neil Young said later that the Kent State incident is probably the biggest lesson ever learned at an American place of learning and uh, reported that David Crosby cried when he finished his take. So there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in this song. So I think it's appropriate that we introduce the song just so we did, Ohio by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young.
Rogers and Nixon's coming. We're finally on our own. This summer I hear the drumming. Or dead in Ohio. 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 About enough said on that one, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's history right there. That's history. Yeah. All right, back to you. Okay. Got a guy by the name of Delbert McClinton. Oh, I heard of him. You bet. So uh, he was born in um, Lubbock, Texas, and relocated with his family to Fort Worth when he was 11 years old, worked in a bar band called the Straight Jackets, who backed up Sonny Boy Williamson. (laughs) Oh, man. Also, Howlin' Wolf, Lightning Hopkins, and Jimmy Reed. Again, we're talking about a bunch of hacks. <laughs> Talk about going to school. Wow, man. Um, on tour, um, he went on tour in, um, I don't know when it was, uh, playing harmonica with uh, Bruce Chanel's band, right? Right. Uh, back in 62, that's what it was. And um, during this tour, he instructed John Lennon on the finer points of blues harmonica playing. <laughs> This guy is incredible. He's been not. He's gotten four Grammys, been nominated for eight so far. Wow! And uh, he's he's just something. This is a great tune and got a lot of life in it and real fun. It's called "No Chicken on the Bone." <laughs> Cause I've got something to say I might have fallen in love with a girl I just met today I don't quite know how to feel I can't believe she's real Got me mumbling, stumbling around in a fuzzy haze She makes pizza at the joint on the corner of 5th and Main I'm going back down there, gonna ask her what's her name She feels the same My heart started pounding like a runaway train He started knocking when she called my name Ain't nothing ever, never, ever gonna be the same She's the one that brightens up my day Sunshine's on her, even when it rains. I say it's plain to see what's happening to me. I'm a different man than I was yesterday. She's the kind of woman take away your breath. She's the kind of woman scare you half to death. She's the kind of woman don't leave no chicken on the bone. I 
kind of woman will take you way up high. She's the kind of woman will set your world on fire. Woman like that, I just can't leave alone. She's the kind of woman will take away your breath. She's the kind of woman will scare you half to death. She's the kind of woman don't leave no chicken on the bone. Boogie, man. Yeah, that's swingy boogie. That's yeah. swingy boogie right yeah. there. Hey, you know what? Hey, what? Uh, we have not um, thrown the dart to see where we're going next week. Oh, shoot. You're yeah. right. Okay. Whose turn is it to throw the dart? Uh, I think it's yours. Okay, stand back. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Wait, let me get out of the way. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. One, two. Oh. Oh, what's that? Well, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You got to be kidding me. No. Nope, that's where we're going. I keep saying we need a new dart. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, we'll just, we'll make it work. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, hey, so we do need to remind people to come visit our websites. All of them. That is thederrieres.com. And threetrailswest.com with the number three. And we posted a map on thederrieres.com of uh, our travels, so you can go see uh, where we've been. I looked at it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty scary. Like I said, we got to get a new dart. I think we should. Really? Yeah. That one's all crookedy. Yep. Yep. Okay. So um, let's see. Uh, we want to remind people, uh, come back and, and see us again. We got so much music and not enough time to play it. I always so. have more music online that I can play in a show. I mean, yep. you're cramming it in there. Yep. And until they get tired of us, we're here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And uh, we are the Dairy Airs. This is the Americana Road Show. And until we roar back, look, look out, out behind, behind you. you. It's the Dairy Airs. Airs.